I've been trying to get a tan on my skin, Andrew. <laughs> I have been. You don't notice at all. <laughs> you don't notice me anymore. Jesus. <laughs> Adjust my headphone level here. Blew out one of my eardrums. Um, I've been laying out in the sun every day for a safe, by the way, 15 to 20 minutes. I read the guidelines on the internet. Do you put any sort of... No. Uh, sunscreen slash tan nope. incentivizing cream Just oil. all skin, baby. <laughs> I just realized how much I hate the word cream. Mm, cream. Yeah, it gets because of you. You have a weird character. Yeah, I, I have a really haunting delivery of a character who just always says the word cream. I'm not happy about it. Welcome to Subtitle Podcast. <laughs> well, oh, first of all, uh, audio listeners, Andrew is holding up Rita Kuma right now with he, headphones on. He and did it. set, finally. We have a producer now. <laughs> um, we are on episode 2-0 as it stands. 2-0, double digits. The guy doesn't understand digits. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Uh, no, I, I've, been, I was, I've been laying out in the sun, uh, mostly as a meditative thing, like I said, safely been doing it. And, uh, and yeah, it felt really nice. And I thought, I wanted to see... This isn't why I started doing it. I just started doing it because I was like, I need for the sun to hit my skin, you know. And uh, and, and, I, and I thought, what if my skin could tan? But I think I'm just getting paler. I can't explain it. I don't think you're getting paler. Your face, I will say, it looks it looks good. It looks it looks rejuvenated. <laughs> Andrew, and well, you were egging it on. Stop! Was, like <laughs> trying to get something so bad, and then when someone gives you a little bit, <laughs> no, oh yeah. please! Yeah, oh my right. God, Andrew, don't do this right now. Okay, I won't. <laughs> oh oh, stop it. Uh, uh, fun, fun in the sun. Oh, nice. Um, listen. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's interesting because that is yeah. on the short list of universal things that most people recommend to enhance moods. You know, when you're feeling a little anxious or you're feeling a little low. There's like that sort of cliche, like exercise. You know, call a friend, get out in the sun, that yeah. type of thing. So Go it's good that you're walk. doing that. Is that why you're doing it? Because you want to feel a little bit more rejuvenated spiritually? Honestly, I think it's just mostly an effort to uh, get my sleep schedule like to some degree of, of nice, <laughs> which we talk about all the time. I know. It's like a joke. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm listen. sorry to cut you off. I just know that our sleep schedules have been not only horrendous, but just completely not what they should be in Comical. every way. Comically awful. Just a joke. So sometimes even if I'm waking up at like, you know, 2 or 3 p.m., which I try not to. That's really late. But I'll be like, you can, you can still get out in the sun. That's some form of win, Garrett. You can do this. Like yeah. sometimes it gets really sad. I'll see like a sliver of sun, like a little bit of sunlight, maybe just enough to contain like the length of my body, and be like, <laughs> you made it, kid. Get out there. S- bet you deserve. This. You're up with the day. It's like five fifty one p.m. <laughs> Kind of. Yeah, I don't I don't sleep in past two p.m. But I've been sleeping until like one p.m. and oh. Springboard City. Oh yeah, you it? might notice that me and Garrett are uh, holding our microphones with our right hands. Oh, uh, <laughs> here we go. If you're going, those boys, you're gonna hate this. If you're going, those boys look like they're chocked full of Pfizer. <laughs> you're right. I hated it. Yeah, I hated it with a passion. We're full of Pfizer up to our eyeballs. All right, it's just a little. Got so much Pfizer in us. Yeah, we both. <laughs> We both are on very little sleep because we had to wake up before noon for the first time. We had to wake up early to get filled with Pfizer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for the first time in months because, uh, yeah. yeah, Scarrett was able to book his vaccine appointment. And uh, I tagged along in hopes that they would uh, allow me some sort of a buddy system. And yeah. we were very nice. And Garrett was actually very nice. He said, hey, my friend's here. He tried to register, but the website was kind of glitching. He didn't get an appointment. Do you guys have any extras? And they said, um, audio listeners, you won't be able to see this. But uh, for video listeners, this is a very specific reassuring uh, head nod we got from yeah. Oh, it's a good head it's nod. A, it's, it's, it's the squint yeah. positive frown. 
Oh, good, Andrew. That, I, I was telling Garrett earlier, that is the kind of, that's the only <laughs> head nod I want to see <laughs> in this life. Because there's, there's this head nod. Yeah. That's a little skeptical. That's a little, I don't know, slash, I'm going to kind of go out of my way to yeah. see if I can even make that happen. But once you get the little grumpy cat, oh. you know, <laughs> the grumpy cat mouth, and then you get the little, little squint, little, little, little nose, nostril flare. Oh, and then if it's the slower, the better. Oh, you're right. The slower, the better. If someone does this, that's like that's a little sassy. There's a little. There's like a hint of I could do that, but oh, I don't want yeah. to. But all three things were checked. All we three things: the nose flare, the grumpy cat face, and the slow nod. That is, I we can do it, and it's not a problem. <laughs> there there might have been a, a little bit of a bobble in there. All right, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> He's turning into like some sea creature now. No, it was... Point uh, is, sound the alarm. Ooh. Bam, baby. Oh, Andrew's showing off his card, but I left mine in, I left mine in the center console of the car. <laughs> I just spent the next, like, two weeks trying to convince you you didn't get it. <laughs> oh, my God. Just show gas, me the card. <laughs> gaslighting me into the weirdest <laughs> thing. I, like, show you, like, the little tiny spot on my arm. I'm like, that's where it went. No, dude. That's a frickle. <laughs> but anyway. And to those of you wondering out there, if you're going, wait a minute, was it painful? Was it scary? Wrong. Didn't even Andrew or I did not even feel it going in. I like said to him, I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I was like, that. I was like, did it? Did it happen?" Yeah, and I thought you were yeah. knowing how much you are vigilant of my emotional state at all times. Yeah, and you kind of help aid me in my path on life yeah. because Garrett's much more. I don't know what the word is. He's less susceptible to mental and emotional turbulence. He's sort of just down the middle. Um, oh, God bless. But I thought maybe you just did that for my sake. I thought maybe it hurt really bad and you were kind of trying to plant a seed in my head that would make me go, oh, I bet it's not that bad at all. That's very cute. But the, it, it, <laughs> but the truth was, yeah. it kind of just felt like somebody took a, a mechanical pencil and just kind of poked you. Yeah. Very much like that. Oh, that's funny. There's no burning. Granted, I don't know. We, yeah. We, you know, maybe that's different for other people and what they get and what kind they get and where they get it and who does it. Yeah. Maybe we had a pro. He was very tender. Our guy. No, it sounds was, like me on Friday nights. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, 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 oh Tinder. Swiping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was. Uh, no, he was really nice. And uh, and also, yeah. If anyone's out there wondering if it's uh, at all painful or weird or anything, no, for for I for both Andrew and I, I would say no. One thing I yeah, will for say, us it was no. felt like getting a little uh, like someone uh, kind of slugged you in the arm afterwards. Just a little bit of a uh, I don't know setting in or something. A little yeah. bit of a pain in the arm, but otherwise it's it's all gravy. And but so yeah, I would like to hear that because I was like on Reddit last night looking. I was like, is it what's gonna happen? And everyone was like, just chill. Your arm kind of feels weird for like. A couple hours. I was like, all right. <laughs> so it makes me feel good. So if you're wondering, that's that's the that's the uh, the tea. <laughs> that's the tea on that's the tea on uh, on uh, Pfizer. That's the vaccine, Andrew. Sorry, <laughs> oh, that was really good. I, you yeah. should get like some sort of medal for that. I know. All right. You know what? So we wanted to say that that was an that was an adventure we had this morning. It's really organized. Very impressive. I, uh, I, I well, let's do our little check in. We haven't even done that yet, Andrew. We just went right in talking Pfizer this. Shots that stings. Uh, no. Um, welcome to uh, the Sweet Boys Universe. We have uh, Andrew Swicky here in a dapper red sweater. We got. I feel like. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sometimes oh, this is something. Was it? I took a a call with my therapist per usual, and uh, I told him. I said, "Hey, I only got a few hours of sleep last night." Oh. And he said, "This is so. This this guy's good. Oh. We got a new therapist. He's he's a plus, and I know this. He's really good. He's really on it." Oh, by the way, how cool is that? Andrew found a new therapist. I love that so much. Yeah, I needed somebody who was a little bit more um, aware of like OCD stuff. Your, your therapist, your last one listening to this. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's no, possible. Sorry, no, he was no. really good. But, yeah, yeah. but well, as someone who is close to you and loves you and appreciates you, I'm very glad that you found uh, this new guy. So that's awesome. 
Um, kind of a dig there. I, I'm glad you found somewhere else because you need it. <laughs> oh God, no! I and yeah, and yeah, because you need all the help you can get. Okay? <laughs> True. <laughs> no, no, no. I do think that's really positive. Okay, what did my therapist say when I encounter somebody who's being difficult? Oh, oh, Andrew, I heard that. Two deep breaths. Oh no, Just no, no. Tell them oh. something else. Move on to a different subject. Uh, um. Oh. So, how was oh. your family? Oh, they're good. But I heard everything you just said. It was really weird. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I heard everything you just said. It was really weird. So. Hmm. Um, hmm. So they're not doing well. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, uh, no, I have a new therapist. <laughs> new therapist, yeah. and he said, "Oh, here's this is one of those funny things." Oh, it better be. Sorry. <laughs> weird. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Oh, it's gotten yeah, into me. Yeah. Oh, I do know what's gotten into me. Pfizer. <laughs> no, all our equipment shuts off. <laughs> the cameras break themselves. <laughs> you, like, we, I hope I hope Pfizer's not a word that like triggers the system. If it is, we're just like. Oh yeah, no, I don't think so. I, I don't know why it would be, but I don't know. I, weird stuff like that's happened before. Yeah. Uh, he said, "Oh, my therapist. Oh yeah. It's it, it, it's like session two. Yeah. So this is kind of like tell me about yourself and what you're feeling type of phase. Yeah. And I said, oh, I haven't got that much sleep. And he said, Well, you know, a lack of sleep sort of um, decreases inhibition, so you're probably more likely to indulge how you're feeling more honestly. Dude, yes. And I was like, Wow. Ooh. I was going into that. I felt a little bad because, you know, for therapy, you got to show up. You want to be present. You're paying for something. You want to be present. And yeah. I felt a little bad because I was like, man, I wish I was much more awake and clear-minded for this. And immediately he just said, no, this is actually a good thing. And I said, wow, that's funny, man. You're that's, good, bro. Man, talk about like... That's Taco like a Bell? Lo- oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I said talk about like... But I do think about Taco Bell a lot. Have you tried the new Quesalupa? No. Not sponsored, but the new Quesalupa. Oh, my God. God. What is it? They took a chalupa. What is a chalupa, though? A chalupa is like a deep fried sort of, like a taco. I don't know how to describe it. It's like this thick taco bread, and it's like a taco that's really large and then like deep fried, like a fry bread. But they have this cheese shell thing on the quesalupa because the idea is it's a it's a quesadilla and a chalupa combined, and it's like insane. And I've tried it once and then also twice and then a third time. <laughs> Well, I just needed to know what it tasted like, Andrew. And it took three tries. And you wouldn't believe it. It tastes like a mozzarella stick, but more f- f- zesty. Oh, Yeah, I've been trying to eat healthy. Um, I'm on day two. Um, How's it feel? I mean, I'm on day two. I had... <laughs> uh, so let's just let's just run through it real quick. I had uh, yeah. Panda Express, which you brought to me, which was very nice of you. And then the next day I had, in the same day, or yeah. at least in the same 24-hour period, McDonald's and Del Taco. I regret none of it, but you know what? Yeah. My whole smoothie uh, kick kind of fell off there, too, in the process. I, I, I swapped the fruit with grease. You know, I they, don't feel better about it in any way, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, but <laughs> it was good. I know it was. It was good. You know, maybe we're seeing, we're saying, we're, we're saying goodbye to the last of our, of our <sighs> indulgent lifestyles where we're seeking dopamine from sources that we probably should not. Yeah. As yeah. the world normalizes, we're going to start to seek those from the light in people's eyes <laughs> and parties and communication and seeing one another and hugs and firm handshakes and movie theaters and plays. Oh my God, and concerts. I miss concerts so bad. But as for now, we've got quesalupas and del taco. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, you maybe feel a little bit better. Yeah, about, I'm, not, uh, I'm, not, I'm not too mad at it, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Panda Express is the best thing that's ever happened. I, 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 ate, uh, yeah. I ate that Panda Express plate, and I believe I texted it to you. 
I said, I, I feel like I'm like I'm high. I'm on some type of a drug. Yeah, he's there was just, so much yeah. grease in it. Yeah, that my brain immediately was like, all right, well, um, <laughs> We're let's good. just give you the same thing that happens when you do God knows what. <laughs> it was cra- it was crazy. I remember just floating around. I was like, this is weird, man. Oh my god. I felt I felt like I was at least slightly inebriated, if that's the right word. That's incredible. Like a like a panda express induced out of body spiritual experience. I mean, that's what's fast food, right? Isn't fa- I mean, fast food is addicting, right? It's, Isn't that the whole thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> You're it's, gonna fall asleep. Right no, now. I'm not gonna fall asleep. I'm awake as hell. You know what I got in here? What? <laughs> you want a little swig? No, I have so much coffee today, and I already had it. <laughs> Listen, I've been awake for a long time because last night I was I was trying to stay awake and I watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes. Um, and then afterwards I uh, ordered Denny's because I needed to. And you you understand? I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a there's a fine line between wanting and needing Denny's, but nonetheless it exists. It exists. And once I don't know what that means. Fine line between. I just made, said that. What does that mean? Maybe it's exactly what it sounds like. It's, you know, <laughs> it's a, there's there's little. Andrew, listen. Let's not focus on semantics. I needed Denny's more than I needed anything in my entire life in that moment. I had just watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I was on a high, and I said, "This boy needs some pancakes." And then also, I got a roast beef situation. It was very weird. Is that it? Yeah. Sure, there wasn't any mozzarella sticks in there. How do you know about that? <laughs> I, I knew it. I knew it. You, you concealer. Oh my god. Because it was on. I just. It was. It was. The receipt was looking at me in I the face. I can't believe it. I'm not it. trying to shame you, brother. Did you know what I got at Del Taco the other day? It was crazy. <laughs> they had is... to bring in more staff because of me. They had to call in some OG vets to be like, "Listen, we got some guy. This Postmates order. It's looking pretty gnarly. We need to get a bunch of people in." I here. feel like I don't know They're... if I'm turning red right now, but I was trying to hide my shame from you. <laughs> This is objectively the most real moment I think we've ever had on the podcast. I didn't, I got some mozzarella well, well, sticks too. <laughs> well, okay. Listen, I went, well, first of all, I, I arguably <laughs> ate wor- worse than you in the last week anyway, so it doesn't even matter. But I will say, it was like, you, I, what did I say? Oh yeah, last yeah. night I texted you something and then you said, not me, uh, you know, yeah. door dashing uh, Denny's at 1.30 in, the, yeah, in yeah. the morning. And I said, ha ha. And then I think I asked you what you got. And you said, I got the pot roast sandwich. Yeah. Uh, no, not the sandwich, just the full the pot, pot, pot roast, roast, which is like a weirder choice. Got the pot roast. Yeah. But it's funny how that was this morning I asked you, I was just curious. Throughout the day, slowly items <laughs> started, started being revealed. It was the pot roast, and then somehow pancakes got involved, and then you concealed the mozzarella sticks. I concealed the mozzarella sticks, and we should tweet that on the Sweet Boys account. The shame is so real. I literally was just like, ugh, he doesn't need to know that I got mozzarella sticks. Because it's like, we're both trying to eat better right now, and I was like, I don't want him to be like, oh, if Garrett is just off the handles or rails or whatever, then like, who cares? I mean, no, there's no shame in the game. I've also- I can't I, believe you busted me. One time, Matt, it was, just, it was just like staring at me in like bold, like size 25 font because you were using it as a trash bag. <laughs> so I just went to go throw something away and I just saw it and I was like, I'm so interesting. I, uh, Matt Riel, who's a friend of ours, who's wonderful. Um, and uh, he, he once made this like a tweet or something about like how being in a relationship is like hiding your Taco Bell receipts from your girlfriend or something. <laughs> it's so funny. When I always saw that, I was like, I don't know about that. Like, what does that even mean? And here I am, like, yeah, the pot roast and like, I, but but I'm like, I love it. I love yeah. fast food. I love it. Dude. I love fast. And 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 what I've learned as well, yeah. you know, I want to be eating healthier, mainly just because. I can't believe you caught me in 8K. <laughs> God, you in 16K. You caught me in 32K. You can see underneath the pores of my skin. So stupid. I can't believe it. Sorry. Okay. Oh, 
It was weird. They like didn't even do it right. They put in ketchup. I was so mad. It was. <laughs> it was. They didn't give you marinara sauce. No, with they your only gave me one side. It, and then they, and then they gave me two sides of ketchup, which was for nobody. I was just threw up at the idea of of them not giving you marinara sauce, but mozzarella sticks. If I order, yeah, I'm not I trying can... to be this person because it's 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 someone who would act like this, and then I even would look at them and roll my eyes. Yeah. But I will say at the end of the day, rather if I'm going in on some some chicken tendies or if I'm going in on some <laughs> sushi, yeah, and I don't have my sauces. It makes you want to cry because it's like we were so close. Oh, we almost. We had it right there. I know, I know. And, we, and listen, without sauces, Andrew's lost. That's that's the bio. that's the bio. Without sauces, I'm lost. It's, oh, well, I'm eating healthy because usually when I eat fast food, I get sluggish and I get tired. Yeah, and I also just it doesn't make me feel better. And I think the dopamine. Yeah, it, it's not something I want to do on an ongoing basis. But I will say, dude, like on the weekends or something. The, the idea of not giving yourself that when it's around you all the time, it's like we live in, yeah. you know, I'm not trying to be one of the, we live in the modern world, but it's like, dude, McDonald's, Panda Express are everywhere. If you're going to, if you're going to just, no, all I do is green smoothies. It's like, okay, first of all, that's, I mean, is, do you ever watch a movie either? Or are you just constantly reading? Like, don't yeah. lie, don't lie to me. It's hard, man. It's, it's so funny because. There's a lot of mines everywhere, landmines in terms of just like it's hard. Yeah, you're right. Living in the modern world, it's like it's everywhere. It's tricky to stay so uh, so noble with it. Food is good. I was about to start singing a song, and then I realized I could technically pull up the. What is it? We <laughs> go on. Listen, I might have wired up the gear to make it so that we can play instrumentals and beats Wait, that's through our headphones. Really, which would allow us to sing to music because. <laughs> It, it, as everybody knows, we are chart topping musicians. Chart topping musicians. Whether, whether whether you like it or not, you can't take that away from us. There, you know, there's nothing you could do to rob us. I of, almost uh, tweeted out the other day at like 2 a.m. Can't sleep. Dot 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 dot. Now I'm a baby. Didn't win everything and on the Grammys. <laughs> it just make, it doesn't make any sense. It's weird that we're not EGOT winners because of now. I'm what a baby. is EGOT? Uh, it's all the awards: an Emmy, <laughs> oh, a yeah, Grammy, yeah, yeah. an Oscar, and a. Uh, What's that? What's well, the T? What's the T? I'm gonna scream if you don't help Tony. me figure out. The oh, words. Tony! Yeah, I'm a freaking gay. How didn't I know that? <laughs> <Tweet>. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, yeah, <laughs> Andrew, it's. So, I'm just. I, I want the I audience wanna... know at any moment. Well, now's the moment. Well, I don't, I'll see if I can. If I can. Uh, what What do you want? Uh, we got. We surprise got... me. I, I need to sing. What about R and B? Oh, anything, Andrew. Laid anything. back R and B. Oh, anything. Let's see if we can play this. This might not work. Oh, I wonder if this is gonna work. If this doesn't work and we still have to use this, then there's just gonna be a lot of weird <laughs> things in here that doesn't make a lot of sense. But if it works, yeah. At this point, come on. At this point, come on. Oh, so I never heard this song before. What do we got here? Yeah. I don't know. You want to roll with this one? It's the first one I play. Sometimes you gotta try to hide your cheese sticks from your friend. And then sometimes, <laughs> sometimes he's gonna find a receipt. Sometimes he's gonna catch you in AK. <laughs> I'm gonna change this. <laughs> Ooh, I'm the receipt. I'm a snitch. <laughs> God. Ooh. Whoa! <laughs> uh oh! <laughs> no, it's just all royalty. Yeah. Oh. Oh, here we go. Like an FBI voice. Uh, we got a new drug on the scene. It's called Panda Express. It's highly addictive, and uh, we're gonna need to do something about it here. So we're moving in right now on uh, the Panda Express location on Third and Wright Street. Whoa, this is hard. And uh, we're coming in right now. And uh, oh god. We're seeing it for the first time. Well, we're, we're gonna need some backup. This looks incredible. Oh. Got some grease in my system, baby. You don't even understand this craving. Oh. 
You can't stop it and you can't fight it. Got some no. spring rolls, got some orange chicken. <laughs> Dipping in the sweet and sour sauce, finger licking. Finger licking good, I finger licking wish a bitch one. Gotta want some sexy chicken on the strip. Everybody acting like they want my chick. Put some orange chicken on the Yeah, chop sticking. Got my limit room. What are we doing? Oh my god. Oh my god. Hey. I want a little bit of chow mein. Put a little bit of the green on the side. Put some sweet and sour on it. Oh, I'm gonna ride. Do I dash a boat? More grease. Look like John Travolta. Please drop it at the door. I don't know if you have your Moderna vaccine. <laughs> and I don't want to see you. Because yeah. I haven't put pants on in four days. No. Yeah. Uh, can't even find them. I was doing your ad lib. <laughs> oh no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> is Reed Lakuma ashamed of us? I think he is ashamed of us. With his headphones on and his astronaut mask and his little slice of pizza. Oh. That's <laughs> somebody else. Oh, that's another Rilakuma. I have a different stuffed animal named. Uh, I have a different stuffed animal with pizza. Why is this sound like an outro of the song? Yeah, this is like kind of sick, actually. I know. You want to get to Panic Express? Absolutely. Nice. <laughs> Weirdly worked. Watch like, watch like none of this like actually like record. It's just us like doing that without any instrument. <laughs> so. Oh, that would suck so bad. Anyone listening to that is like, oh, what have we done? We should call it this podcast. Yeah. It's just an album. So it's just it's just like an album. It's oh on Spotify. God. You can just play it. Can you imagine? Even Spotify is like, you, you're never going to get away <laughs> well, with this. Well, I mean, technically, this is music now on Spotify, whether we like it or not. We're really changing the game here. I Yeah. Every week, a new album. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Jesus Christ. Um, anyway... What uh, were we talking about? You know what? Who's to say? I think this episode is a uh, well, don't it's, know. A, uh, it's a slow burn, as they call it, because I haven't slept in a long time because of the, the Denny's and the... Uh, wait, I didn't say what, the, uh, what even happened. Why I didn't sleep last night. Watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Incredible. Ordered the Denny's. Then I watched uh, a significant amount of Jumanji from 1995 for inspiration. For my 90s room, I needed to pull some inspiration. <clears throat> so I, I watched Jumanji. Yes. Yeah. It was Jumanji, great. I don't think I've ever actually... Jumanji's on a long list of movies that have always been on in yeah. my general field of view <clears throat> that I've never actually sat down and consciously entertained a full viewing of, which I should and I will. Listen, I don't want to make the Jumanji stands mad. I don't think you're missing out on a great deal. I think you're Whoa. probably... I think you're probably okay. I mean, listen, there's a lot of great movies from the 90s in general. It was great, though. I, I had a really fun time. I'm going to ask you one last time. Go on. You want a swig of this no, coffee? No, I can do one this. One swig? I'm Brother, alive. Do you not want a swig of this? I I'll mean, take a swig of the coffee. What is in it? Did you put cream? <laughs> or anything? Is it iced? Yes. Oh. Whoa. You hear that ASMR community freaking out? Find a, let me find a song to play with you while you're drinking your little coffee here. Oh, hell yeah. No. Oh, no. oh my god. Oh, there we go. That's nice. Garrett's oh, gonna get into some late night coffee, late night coffee. with late night friends. Here, sweet boys. Sarah, get in here. I found a board game. What's it called? It says J Jumanji. 
I don't know about this. I wouldn't open that up if I were you. Oh, I rolled a three. Oh, he rolled a five. Oh my God, Robin Williams coming out of the forest. Oh, it's a lion. Oh, it's a tiger. Oh my God, I think it's a mosquito busting through the glass. <laughs> I know, this is awful. <laughs> I got nothing. Finish the whole song. <laughs> Can you imagine? No, I, well, that was your choice to, to make a Jumanji song out of that. I thought we were just- I'm really sorry. Vibing to the cold brew drink. Oh, oh, you were doing such a nice narration. But Jumanji's in my blood like Pfizer. Holy sh- dude, this is disgusting. Uh, oh. Woo. Nice Ooh. little woo for this. Ooh, wait, wait, wait. Woo. Oh, there it was. Wait, do it again, do it again. Woo. Oh, yeah, dude, just sing on this. What's this, what's the, what's the subject matter? I don't know. Entering the world again? Entering the world again. What you want to do? Oh, I want to go to a concert. Oh, I wanna <laughs> talk to a stranger and then approach him in a bar. Approach him in a bar, baby. But in the last second, I'm gonna get real scared and probably pretend to reach for a napkin. And they'll be like, oh, am, am, am I in your way? Can I, can I help you? I'm sorry, and I'll go. And I'll go, no, I'm just reaching for the napkin But I think that you and I should be a little something, yeah <laughs> Call me, help me, come me, how even when I'm asleep And then they'll be like, actually I'm straight This is my wife, and I have two kids We got a babysitter at the house tonight So why did you even try? It's offending to me. <laughs> I'm offended. You see, you know that I'm like a 10 and you're like a 6.1 on your best day, yeah. <laughs> on your best day, you're a 6.5. My beautiful wife, like a 9.9. Her name is Alessandra Imbrogio. I think I might have pronounced her name wrong She's a Victoria supermodel And you're a weird kind of fluffy 6.1 And I don't want to talk to still, you Call me anytime <laughs> I insist you take my number please If it's weird for your wife and family I don't apologize I need to do this. Need to, need to do, this. do this. I need it, need it. It's weird, but I need it. Yo, Andrew, I was at the bar tonight and uh, nice. <laughs> I approached this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So what happened? Well, you see, I was gonna hit on him. I was like trying to reach for these napkins. Oh yeah, cool, cool, cool. And it turns out he was with Alessandro Ambrosio, and oh. he called me ugly. Oh, the supermodel. Yeah. Oh. But then he gave me his number Anyways, it was a weird series of events, baby I'm gonna use it and then realize That he gave me the number two triple A The car service, oh baby It's super offensive cause I already have triple A plus 
But I call them up anyway Cause I could use a battery change <laughs> The worst thing that's ever happened <laughs> Well, that was fun What is, what is happening? I don't know <laughs> It's really sort of a <laughs> People are going to use this as a case study And be like, listen, we're not saying anything But we don't know about the <laughs> Pfizer situation <laughs> Like these guys had a podcast and it was bad, but after they took, you know, something happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, so, yeah. yeah. I also. <laughs> oh, my neck just cracked. Sorry. Sponsorship. Oh, what are you doing? Did you kick? Uh, did you kick the stand? Sorry. It's okay. Welcome to a sponsorship yeah, intermission mode, where we take a moment to thank our, our wonderful sponsors who, for some reason, trust us. Sponsorship intermission mode. Oh, cool, Andrew. Sponsorship intermission mode. Oh. Sponsorship mode intermission edition. All right. But do you know what I'm more focused on right now? No. Mother's Day is coming up. Did you know that? Is that us bringing you for a surprise? No, I saw a billboard and someone said that Mother's Day is coming up. And I said, oh, snap. What kind of billboard talks about Mother's Day? Who paid for that? The God of Mothers? Listen, I'll tell you something right here, right now. I'm going to come out right now and I'm going to say it. I'm a mama's boy. I love my mom so much. Andrew loves his mom as well. And here's something special that you can do for the mom or mother figure in your sweet friggin' life. I'm talking story words. <laughs> You're so good at woos. Moms deserve nice things. They do so much. And if there's ever been a year to make our moms feel special, do you know what that year is? This year. This year, my guy. That's why you can honor your mother or mother figure, grandma, auntie, with a heartfelt, truly beautiful gift. StoryWorth is an online service that helps share stories through questions about a family member's memories and personal thoughts. And let me tell you exactly how it works. You ready for this? Uh, this is, I need I need an explanation on this StoryWorth. You're going to get it. Listen up tight. Sit tight. You're going to listen up. Mike in the knees. Go ahead. <laughs> Every week, StoryWorth emails your mom a different story prompt. 11 questions you've never thought to ask, like, what? is some of the best advice your mother ever gave you? These questions are interesting and there are no shortage of surprises when reading the weekly stories and they make your family feel close even when you're not together. And here's the real treat, Andrew, is that after a year of receiving these email story prompts, these interesting questions that your loved ones, in this case your mother, would be answering, yeah. StoryWorth will compile all of your mom's stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that's shipped for free. Oh, Come on! Uh, so nice. Andrew, a beautiful book full of all Ow, your- Ow, my heart hurts. Oh, are you okay? Ow. Oh, he's, it's really affecting him. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's story, story worth, worth. <laughs> coming in with such a nice I, thing. Yeah. Oh. Ah. And, and, and this book, you can enjoy. Your whole family can enjoy it for generations to come if you'd like. It's a physical item. A physical really. item. So you can give your mom the most meaningful gift this Mother's Day with StoryWorth. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com slash sweetboys. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash sweetboys for $10 off. How's that sound? StoryWorth. <laughs> Just repeating the business name. I like it. And I'm not going to say anything more because it speaks for itself. You know what I like just as much as I love mothers is delicious, fresh food. Candy. I do. Yeah, it's nothing against candy, but I'm talking HelloFresh, Andrew. HelloFresh. That's right. I'm talking about America's number one meal kit. And don't you know it. Number one. <laughs> they deliver fresh pre-measured ingredients and mouthwatering recipes right to your door. And they let me and you and Andrew skip those excruciating grocery store trips. They're number one for a reason. They make home cooking easy, fun, and let's just mention affordable. They're number one for a reason. <laughs> 
Listen, I love HelloFresh because HelloFresh takes the stress out of meal planning. So you can enjoy cooking and getting dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or less. Dude, 30 minutes or less. You kidding me? They make it so easy. HelloFresh, goodbye stress. Oh, that's good. I know. It is also very economical, Andrew, because... Spill it. Andrew, HelloFresh is 28% cheaper than shopping at the grocery store and 72% cheaper than a restaurant meal without sacrificing the quality. Andrew, I feel better because of it. I feel like I'm just growing up tall and strong. Because my HelloFresh meals... <laughs> I love HelloFresh so much. Everything comes prepared in these wonderful meal kits. I need for someone to take the thinking out of uh, cooking for me. And that's what they do. I really, truly love them. And if you're interested in this, I've got some really good news for you. You can go to HelloFresh.com slash SweetBoys12 and use code SweetBoys12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. Andrew, that is HelloFresh.com slash SweetBoys12 and use code SweetBoys12 to get 12 free meals. And by the way, if you're going, uh, uh, HelloFresh, this sounds a little bit like Green, Green Chef. Chef. Yeah, well, that's because HelloFresh owns Green Chef. No! Yes! <laughs> so you can enjoy both brands at a discount with us. You're going to love it. Both brands are great. HelloFresh, Andrew. It makes me smile. Do you want to know what else about smiling? I have no... This is a terrible segue, but can I tell you something about smiles that's good? Yeah. Candid. Oh. You ready for this? Yes. Listen, it's good to feel happy with your smile. And if you aren't completely happy with your smile and want to feel a little bit more confident in your smile, i got some good news for you. There's a company called Candid. Candid is the clear, comfortable, removable, and practically invisible aligners to help people straighten their teeth and love their smile. You want to hear about someone who now loves their smile because of Candid? <clears throat> yes. His name is Justin. Ah. He lives in Atlanta, Georgia, Andrew. Tell me about him. Well, Justin wasn't happy with the spacing of his teeth, so he did something about it with Candid. And now you can't stop the boy from smiling all over Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, and he did it economically. Other companies, give me a break. He went with Candid. Not interested in the other companies. Other companies? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Right. He used, they're all over the place. They're all over the place, and they're expensive, these other companies. Give me a break. With Candid, your treatment is prescribed and closely monitored remotely by a licensed orthodontist, and most importantly, you work with the same orthodontist from start to finish. Okay, because <laughs> if you were going to tell me that you are going to give me I, some... Buffet of orthodontists. Some buffet of orthodontists. One here. One there. One there. Oh, who I, are these who are people? These people? What I are forgot your names? your names. Where are you from? No one wants that being juggled around between orthodontists. Give me, no. Who are all of you people? Who are all of you people? You don't even know what our teeth are like. If you want Candid in your life, this is what you can do. You can save $75 on Candid Starter Kit by going to CandidCo.com slash SweetBoys and use code SweetBoys. That's CandidCo.com slash SweetBoys. Code SweetBoys. Take advantage of this limited time offer that saves you $75. Like, what do you think of that, Andrew? Good stuff? Great stuff. How about we hop on back to the podcast like bunnies, rabbits? Let me stretch my quad so I can hop back into the podcast. <laughs> uh, back to the podcast. <clears throat> So, in that scenario, there's a guy you want to you yeah. want to talk to him, and you realize he ends up being a, a straight guy yeah. who you know isn't interested because he's it, straight. It has happened. Also, it's yeah, based on a lot of painful stories. Married. Yeah, there was this one time Andrew was at a party. My friend Pete. Pete, if you're listening, he's not. He's 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 not. <laughs> but but um, yeah, I was at like this party. And I met this guy there, and like he was so cool. I was like having this magical moment that you think as like out of movies of just yeah. being like, "This is like my guy." I was like forty five minutes in the conversation with him. I thought it was like so mutual. We were like making each other drinks, and it's like so fun. You get that feeling in your oh, gut, like, "Wow, this is I'm lucky. I'm experiencing this. I'm experiencing this moment that people oh, experience before they find their person." I was like seeing the wedding, like the ceremony, and just being like. 
I could have thought, you know, I just walked over, asked you if you, where the whiskey was. And then of course I was like, so what, you know, like, dude, what brought you out here? We were like having such a fun time. And he was sure. like, he was like, what brings everyone out to LA? And I was like, oh, like the entertainment industry. Yeah. He was like <laughs> a girl. Oh man. In that moment, I wanted to. Oh, I, I felt, I just felt yeah. vicariously through the storytelling, what you felt a little bit. It was right here. Yeah. It was, like, it was so annoying. Who else falls in love really quickly at a party and then gets let down swiftly? Huh? Anyone else? <laughs> Silence, cricket. I mean, I, I did in college. I, you know, it's happened before. I asked a girl if, if, um, you know, if she wanted to go out and she's like, oh, I got a fiance. And then oh, I like, I found out on Facebook one day that she actually did and she wasn't lying to me. <laughs> Made me feel much better because let's just say, brother, I, I, I was questioning. I was like, <laughs> does he exist? Whoa. What if you asked her that? She's like, hey, leave me alone, weirdo. <laughs> Show me a photo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Is you, is you your wallpaper on your phone? Like, that'd be weird if you wasn't. <laughs> What's his address? <laughs> no. Jesus. I'm glad you didn't do anything like that. Why are we talking like this? I don't know. <laughs> I think like, it's because we're, we're just talking <laughs> like over our shoulder. And I think we're both just like, my. I know my voice is in just like another register right now because it's like at a place to where it's not that heady because it's like trying to escape my body. It's like, how are you producing enough wind right now to form words? That's the, <laughs> the, 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 the vibe of my, everyone's like, wow, it's so, <laughs> that's so fun. I'm feeling so energized yeah, by yeah, this. Yeah, you know yeah, what? Yeah. We're on episode 20. Yeah. Yeah, Babies, yeah, yeah. let us be a little. Where's whatever. my coffee? Andrew, your coffee's between my legs. <laughs> and not in a weird way, but it is very warm. Oh, you want That's it back? a wonderful thermos. Go ahead, take one more swig okay. out of there. You can also grab the uh, oil <coughs> voice crack alarm. Remember when we sang like a lot of really weird specific songs that may or may not make the cut? Listen, I can't imagine in the grand scheme of what we ever put out on this podcast that we would rate what we did with that as any worse than... Well, what about Lemonade Pop-Tarts, the hit episode? <laughs> um, First yeah. of all, that was a great episode. Oh, well, it was your short I would say it was it definitely in the top top 10. Yeah, I mean... saying much because well, there's only 20. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> all right. What are we? Uh, what are we doing? Oh here? yeah, podcast intro. Um, podcast <laughs> intro. We're like a halfway down with the episode. Yeah, I know, I know. Listen, we're checking in with you. Hope you're doing well. Uh, Want to say how is everyone feeling out there with the world kind of normalizing? We always talk about that because obviously that's going to happen over the span of several months. I know I'm excited about it. We're excited about that. The world kind of like coming back to normal. It's dude. I can't believe it. I mean, we were you know we were in Washington. Not to talk you know too much about this, but yeah. at the same time, it's kind of like everybody's life for the last year. So it's very relatable. Obviously. Obviously, but yeah. it's so funny, man. Just being up in Washington, not knowing what the heck was going on. Oh my God. Actually, like full blown quarantining, like you, you have to stay inside. And then now, yeah. just, you know, our arms hurt, you know? It was really poetic. Did I make you cry with that way that I said that? Now our arms hurt. No, I mean, it was like, dude, honestly. Yeah, it was actually really poetic today because Andrew and I drove up, uh, you know, to Washington together when the quarantine started. And uh, we've been basically like just doing things together ever since like just been each other's quarantine partners and we started this uh you know sweet boys podcast uh which was a, a quarantine project basically uh which we'll talk about that more in a little bit because that, that's really an exciting thing but um or maybe next episode who knows but we we, we, we want to talk about that more just in general um yeah it's really funny because yeah we drove up to washington together you know spent all this time basically a year straight together and now this morning, we drove up to get our vaccines together, and it felt like this whole saga kind of like, not complete, but like, you know, this whole it's a, cha it's just a chapter, right? It's it was just a, a chapter. chapter. Oh, that's a good way to put it. It wouldn't have been right if we didn't get our needles at the same time. Oh, yes. It was, it was just a nice moment to be like, whoa, here we are. We would have never thought, because back when it started, people were like, oh, it's going to take like 
three years for this I to know. happen. I know. So we were I know. Like, we were both like, whoa. I think today was the first day that I kind of went, wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. I think after a while, right? Like after a while of sort of the quarantining and doing all of the things that come along with this thing. Yeah. You sort of normalize it to the point of not really. It's almost like you don't want to look forward to this light at the end of the tunnel because you don't know when it's going to come. But when getting your vaccine, it's like, well, I don't know. I don't know how much more you want. It's like you got your vaccine, you know. So, it's it's kind of funny. It's like, well, yeah. I mean, I guess you know the idea of you know the summer. You know, yeah, there's there's a checklist of things that we want to do. We both individually and yeah. collectively want to do both personally and creative. And the idea of just being able to do it and not having to like push it off and do it <sighs> later and plan it for when everything is over and to just be able to do it. Yeah, it's a very um. It's just, it's bizarre. I, I almost don't let my head go to that place, and I'm sure some people can kind of relate, but, I mean, I feel like you too to a certain degree. I mean, yeah. as much as we can glorify the idea of it, um, yeah. it's kind of hard to actually see it, because we've just been doing this for a while. The whole, I like, know. Isn't that so funny? Yeah, like, when do you, amongst all of this, because it's such a complex thing, when do you sort of give yourself, like, the physical in a way, but also, like, the emotional permission to sort of be in the world again? That's an interesting thing. I read this article that was about, you know, people with anxiety, um, a very specific form of social anxiety that were sort of nervous about the idea of having to reintegrate socially yeah. because they were like, actually, I was kind of in my zone in a weird way. Might not be the healthiest for them or, you know, that's what this article is stating. I can't speak to this personally. But I did think it was an interesting perspective at least and I hope that uh, if you have any, uh, you know, social anxiety issues that you're able to take it at your own pace. Because, um, mm. Andrew, you don't really suffer any social well, anxieties, do you? I, I think I feel social anxiety at some, some points, but I definitely... I, I know that I don't thrive in isolation. Yeah. You know, it's kind of interesting, and I brought this up to you earlier, but uh, my therapist, not to bring back my therapist. Oh, the bring back your therapist. He's back. Yeah. But uh, yeah. based on a couple things that I was saying, um, he said, oh, you should watch this um, this documentary that's called Happy, which I've been wanting to watch for forever, and uh, I never quite gave myself the, the time to sit down and watch it. I watched it, and dude, yeah, it was like an hour and 15 minutes long. It's on Amazon Prime if anybody wants to watch it. That is easy as cake. Easy as cake. Although cake, <laughs> difficult. I think it's pie, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. A lot of it was interesting for me to see because it, it echoed a lot of things that I think you intrinsically find to be valuable. And it was, this documentary was basically trying to like show you from like a biological standpoint, a neurological standpoint, these are the things that happy people usually are a part of, or this is what they do, or this is how they look at like. There was a few factors that make people happy sort of universally, and one of them was a sense of, you know, community and having like close friends and family. It is so important. So if you take that out of the equation to some degree, it's gonna it's gonna affect your happiness level, which is why I think a lot of people are, you know, feeling not great. Oh. And it's just showing you like these are the things that make people happy. These are the things that don't make people happy. And also, here's the things that people think are going to make them happy that never do statistically. Traps, kind of money and crap. Yeah, just a lot of attention. The, the hedonic treadmill was the mentioned oh. specifically in there. The idea of they mention you that? think, yeah, you, oh. you think you're going to get what's going to make you happy if you like if you get there. But in reality, it's always a disappointment because you go, well, once I get this thing, I'll be happy. Once this thing happens, once I have this person in my life, once I get this promotion, all I'll say yeah. is... It was cool to see their statistics and stuff because they were basically saying there's a huge jump in happiness from yeah. like having little little to no money to and I forget what the number is, you know, kind of like a medium sized salary. And then there's like almost no difference in happiness from that to like being loaded with like hundreds of millions of dollars. That is so And I was like, that yeah. is really, really wild. That is something that I don't think the average person would really believe. And it's like 
as a whole, I mean, you can you can let the documentary convince you know yourself to whatever degree it is going to convince you. But I mean, to me, I was kind of like, man, it's really funny how hardwired we are as people and with social media and all this stuff. Yeah. To genuinely believe that once we get this or this or this or this, that we'll be happy, and that until we do, we won't. Right. Happiness is one of those loaded words for people, right? I'm sure there's other incredible examples. The word happy brings up like 18 different things at one moment, right? Pharrell like song, word. yes. <laughs> oh, Andrew, no, I was speaking about kind of like Great master on the mix. Great master oh, wide, uh, yeah, wide yeah. sounding. I, I wasn't really talking about the Pharrell song. I was more talking about kind of like the emotions. Minions, minions. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what's happening. I can't believe you I, want, minions. I, I wanted this to keep going. No, like 5% of people are kind of upset that I just said that. But no, no, no. I think that like, but like 61% are like, minions, hell yeah. In a class in college, uh, the teacher randomly played that, and a flash mob came in. It yes. was one of the worst no. things I've ever seen in my did life. You, did you ground level, so nothing scary, but did you try to jump out of a ground level window? I, I'm so sorry. I A lot of people, I think, especially people listening to this podcast, very very much value your insight oh. into happiness, and I just totally threw, the, threw us up. Well, you were right there. But you're, I, but now you're I'm gonna about, shine your shining now, light, and I said... <laughs> I brought Pharrell Williams's single from 2000 and I don't know 13. But here's the thing, all right? Now I'm thinking about minions, <laughs> and I don't want to stop. Okay, I don't want to get off this ride. No, happiness is one of those really interesting things. I will say this might sound a little bit overly vulnerable to say, but you know what? Who cares? This is the podcast element of Sweet Boys, and I keep on alluding to this mysterious thing, um, which I don't mean to sound too cryptic about this. But Andrew and I have a lot of ideas for uh, the Sweet Boys uh, channel. I think you'd call it, and uh, the podcast. Sweet uh, Boys. I don't think you have to say. Oh, the Sweet Boys. Yeah, just Sweet Boys. I just like that Sweet Boys. Yeah, but yeah, it was interesting because I do think that I was more like quote unquote traditionally um, happy, and mm -hmm. audio listeners. I'm doing little quotes right now, kind of before um, before I started to like make money. And I'm not sitting here saying like, oh, guys, listen, I'm really uh, rolling in it or anything like that. But, you right. know, I'm to the place to where I wasn't like in my early 20s. I was constantly like in the red, super yeah. broke, trying every day, every day, every day, hustling in L.A., trying to do anything, showing up on sets, anything and everything to like just mm. pay rent, you know. And that's not the case anymore. You don't have to think about money. I don't have to think about it in that way. In that same way, yeah. And it was my it was my entire relationship with being alive, like with well, not yeah. with with everything was kind of this whole like it was like just always kind of moving 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 going 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 to stuff constantly engaging with people uh, networking going to parties ah, ah you know yeah always to try to like make that reality happen and so when that reality does start to happen and it, that no longer becomes like your constant thing it's interesting because it just begs new questions and it kind of brings up new things and a lot more stuff that you have to ask yourself and do and I have come so far in terms of just finding my own version of progress and stuff. The mentality that I was just speaking to was like a speaking to is a very like dated version of me in a way. But I think like happiness is just to have like a pointed purpose and something that you want to do and chasing that with like light and intention and just having like a compass and a North star and going in that direction, um, you know, to the best of your ability, happiness. We always, I, we all, I just have so many, conversations with different people that explore like what that word means because so many people are seeking that right They're like this weird mystical state of being when really it's like happiness isn't some like nirvana state that you just get to and go great i'm happy now it's more so like a state of constant maintenance well you know yeah and what's funny about it is i think that there is something to the nature of almost being more happy in the pursuit of something yes that's what i'm because speaking to that's yeah. What, yeah when people say oh money can't buy you happiness I think what they're mainly saying is that the pursuit of money is almost more fulfilling than the actual acquisition 
because yeah. you think that making some type of money um, is going to do something magical for you, and that gives you some sort of level of happiness, yeah. like enthusiasm. And because then, you're doing that grass is greener on the other side thing. Yeah, exactly. And oh, if like, I had this, I had this, I had this, I had this. It's just fiction in your Yeah, head. you're kind of like going yeah. towards this mirage, and you're like, oh, I see this, and that's, and that's you know, rejuvenating, and, you know. And uh, there's an excitement to that. It's funny how, how wide of a net that mental trap casts on so many countless, countless millions of people. Yeah, we've also talked about, you know, there's compilation videos of celebrities, and that's more of a fame oh, thing. Oh, I remember I that. Oh, my God, yeah. More, that, that's more of a fame thing, yeah. just celebrity after celebrity after celebrity yeah. after celebrity saying, yeah, I sort of, in the back of my mind, always glorified, you know, being in this position. Yeah. And then they said, I got here, and then I realized that it actually sucks. Yeah. Um, and then there's some, I know I heard Will Smith one time say, I love being famous. Um, so there's some outliers who really kind of, I don't know, like The Rock, I think he loves being famous. Interesting. He, he, if, I feel like The Rock was just, like, born famous. <laughs> no, but there's also some people who just kind of run into it or they think it's cool and then they have it and they're just like oh this is making it difficult for me to find my happiness because in order to get my happiness I want this and this and this and this and for some reason this has sort of rewritten the script yeah. in my my personal uh, pursuit of being happy my friend uh, Vaughn who's a wonderful singer shout out Vaughn Smith probably like weirdly objectively like one of the best singers in the world like I'm not kidding I, I he's amazing but yeah he uh, he speaks all about his sort of journey through like his artistry and uh, he's impressive. He was on American Idol and stuff, and he opened up for like Lady Gaga in concert. He's just he's a cool guy. Mm. But he he speaks all about his like journey through the music industry and how it was just like wrought with so many countless, 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 countless people trying to get you to go in a certain direction. Oh, you should be more like Adam Levine. Oh, you should do this. Yeah. Oh, you should be the next Sam Smith. Do da, 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 da. He came to this breaking point of just being like. I just have to do it my way. Like, screw everyone. <laughs> and his artistry really reflects that because his style is really fun and theatrical and cool and yeah. bold. And it's like, bam, like, here I am. But it could just take so long to kind of realize, like, why do I want to listen to all these people who, like, haven't been on this journey? Because, like, life in general is just such an isolating kind of journey at the end of the day. And you could do it however you want to. There's so many ways to go about it. So it's just like man, you really got to go with your own instincts and what feels good and just respond to like light and people who you like and people who make you feel good. And I'm using the word people a lot because, you know, there's that wonderful phrase, you can't take it with you. But yeah, I guess I'm on a little happiness tangent because it's something that like a lot of us and everyone that I know have been thinking a lot about over the span of the quarantine <laughs> and what that means in their life. Because the thing about having life on hold is it has a way of like showing you where you're at. Because when everything's on pause and you're kind of taken out of the game, you're mm. like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, you're right. The The idea of when you have almost no, quote, distractions. I don't know what else to call it. What I do mean, you mean distractions? Like people and things and stuff to do. and like ways Oh, to, yes. Like oh, really, yeah. Life, culture, everything. I know, Life that's, why, that's why it's not. I say it's distraction. I know It's distracting mean. in the context of like your own sort of base level intrinsic relationship with yourself, Dude, right? Life, it's like, yes. You know, the, like, lock, like you kind of just got to be inside for, for months and months on end and you can't really access all of your, your uh, reservoirs for your energy and stuff. So it's like... You yeah. You yeah. just really have yourself and the immediate things around you. Yeah. You start to, you start to go, oh, man, I feel, I mean, not everybody, but at least me. I'm just like, man, I'm just sort of, you know, kind of going crazy just walking in circles alone here. And I don't know how to, like, yeah. channel my inner power. You know, we're, we're lucky to where we can, you know, still make content and still, like, you know, work and stuff. It's, yeah. Even that, though, still, it's kind of like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> I don't know. Jeez.
Um, but yeah, it's 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 been it's been tricky. It's sort of like take all of the bumper, taking the bumpers off. I guess you could say. Interesting. <laughs> it's like bowling and being like, oh yeah, yeah. you gotta like. It's it, it's it's what it's felt like. It's felt like you're taking out the water wings, taking off the bumpers because. Ooh, what are water wings? Like when you're swimming. Oh, cool. I remember those when I was a kid. They sort of hurt your skin. Yeah, because of the the, the 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 ribbing of the plastic when they're joined like, together. That yes. part. Um, but uh, <laughs> the, like four kids who, for some reason, listen to this podcast. <laughs> yes, those are not good. Who also made it through the songs? That yeah, yeah. Uh, they're like no, in their but, house singing. Like I ordered some Denny's. <laughs> People are like their moms. Are like what? Are you? I'm taking your iPad away. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Very strange. No, but uh, yeah. it's it's obvious. It is. It's obvious. Everybody well, who's who's dealt with the quarantine yeah. in the last year, as it's obvious to them what that means. I think everybody feels that connective tissue with, a, with amongst each other. That dis- <laughs> the fact that you said distractions to describe basically people's lives in a way. I know that's like <laughs> you you meant you meant it in the, in a really interesting way, and I want to talk about that for a second because it is interesting to be like I saw this joke at the beginning of the quarantine where people said, and I'm sure you've all seen this on Twitter or just memes where it's like, um, I learned like through the quarantine that my personality was like going out to eat. Like going out go, yeah. go, or going to a bar like or going I, to bars. Yeah, I, like people would tweet things like, oh my God, like it was funny. Like, LOL, yeah. I learned that 90% of my personality was like going to restaurants. Yeah. And it's like, it's cute because it's one of those memes that show us our own like darkness right. in a way, but make us go, oh yeah, like that's something to work on. That's like the human condition and that's what makes memes great is that like relatability. Oh yeah. Well, what was that tweet? that relatable tweet yeah what Andrew's referencing my friend Chris who's got a great meme account he like posted this tweet <laughs> and it was one of those mir- miraculous uh, miraculous memes that speaks to the human condition and makes us go that's me and also like yeah. breaks us at the same time and makes us want to be better but it said um, <laughs> adult life is just saying to yourself, um, I just have to get through this week until you die. Yeah. Which I know sounds really drab, but again, I think it's like not drab at all because it's one of those things where you're like, oh yeah, wait, I see myself in that. Because you're like, if I could just get through this week, if I could just, I got to get these assignments done, this thing done, send these emails, and then I'll be like free. Like, I'll be good. I can like work on myself then. My friend Oscar um, speaks about this thing that he calls the soon hole. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah. No, I totally, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think maybe you know what that means instantly. Um, but yeah, like it, it you know, because he would always be like hey like he's so good at fostering relationships sure and he always be oh like i want to hang out with you like let's hang out you know i miss you all this stuff such a good person such a cool guy and uh, and i was always like yeah soon man i'm sorry i'm like stacked yeah yeah, i'm busy all soon and he was like oh we're in the we're in a dangerous place. We're in the soon hole. Sure. You know, he's like so he says it in a really sweet way. He's not like guilt tripping me or anything. But it's just so funny. Right. So I'm like, man, you really highlight like what I don't like about myself is that kind of oh, I'll get, like that is a relationship. That is the point of this life is other people. Yeah. And so when you're telling other people, oh, I don't have time for that soon. Soon, soon, I'll make time for when is soon. Dude, and what it, do you do to control the the parameters of soon? I think. You know well, that, that yeah, because you have to sort of. No one else is gonna. That's why I think the documentary is really valuable. And if you want to watch it, I'll watch I, it. Again. I, dude, I'll freaking watch it tonight, even though we're so tired. <laughs> Love the, I, I, never, I get like I get like an instantly really bad idea. Let's watch it right now. People can listen along with us. I've never I've never seen you like fall asleep really ever, like just randomly. <laughs> No. I know it's a weird thing to say, but like I've never just like looked over and like saw you like asleep. No, it's, it's it doesn't happen. Um, I was about to just say, yeah. oh yeah, I can't wait to watch that movie and look over and see you asleep. And then never. I was like, that doesn't happen. I don't. I. I he I, doesn't do it. I, I would. I would not fall asleep during Blade Three. And you know that it was not good. <laughs> oh, I, I, I didn't. I actually did not know that they made a Blade Three. <laughs> they did. It was with Ryan uh, Reynolds. 
Well, what I was going to say was, yeah, I recommend the documentary. Not me um, thinking about Ryan Reynolds' body in Blade 3 and not knowing how to speak. I'm sorry. Um, shoot, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. No, I... I Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, listen. If we're if we're if we gotta post this episode, if we don't know what to call it, we're calling it. Shee! Shee! Yeah, yeah. And we'll figure out a way to make it sound like high pitch. The documentary is interesting oh. because I think it highlights yeah sort of a, a a loose game plan yeah for how the average person can go about structuring their life in order to achieve what I think most people if if, if being interviewed as to what they want would want, which is happiness, right? It's yeah. like how do I go about pursuing this? What does that mean? They don't yeah. teach you that in school and like certain aspects of community in your family they, they, they might tell you, but it's it's one of those things where you kinda have to like learn that on your own because you're the only person who knows what you want in life. But it's And funny. everyone thinks they know better. Well but yeah, but also modern life yeah. kind of it seems as if it tells you what the formula is, right? Yeah. But I don't think that's actually true. Oh, you mean in terms of like constantly seeing like you got to have a hot body and do this. Yeah, and you got to look you got to you got to look great, you yeah. got to do everything perfectly. You, you got to make $250,000 a year. Make a bunch of money, have oh, the car, have and, li the and live in a house with white marble countertops. <laughs> okay, let's not alienate the white marble countertops. I'm uh, not alienating the white marble countertops. I just think there's other colors of countertops and every home built past the year 2000 seems to have exclusively white marble countertops. And have you considered green Ports. I know what house you're thinking of. I'm after you, white marble countertops. <laughs> I was saying earlier, it's kind of funny that the world kind of doesn't connect like with each other more yeah. on things that are highly relatable. That it seems like every single person or a lot of people deal with alone as if it's not a universal thing, which is why I like that tweet so much because yeah. I'm sure it had a lot of likes it because did. it's such a relatable thing. Yeah. Well, once I get over this week, well, that's just, that's that hedonic treadmill thing again. Like once this thing happens, I'll be fine. And the fact that everybody's like, oh, that's me. And it's almost like if everybody looked around at each other at that moment and said, wait a minute, is there some sort of different approach to take here? Because it's like, why do we all agree on this never ending idea of always finding happiness later? It's like, uh, should we maybe change this up a little bit? And uh, that's why I like the documentary because it kind of shows you yeah. this person ain't doing what you think you got to do. This person's not doing what you think you got to do. These people aren't doing what you think you got to do and they're happy. Yeah. And it's like, I've always had like an issue with people who regardless of their happiness level or fulfillment will like judge people based on what they do yeah. or what they're not doing or how much they have or how much they don't have because it's like, oh, that's your barometer yeah. for something but it's not your barometer for happiness because I see it's not working. I don't really like throwing this word around, but just people who kind of just suck. Yeah. Like, you know, going around acting like they're the, they're the, you know, they're the bleep or whatever. And it's like, okay, I can achieve what you have and then kind of win you over. Yeah. But like in the process, I'm not happy and I don't even win myself over or anybody that I actually care about. Yeah. It's just kind of funny. It's like that alone is proof that that sort of materialistic veneer-esque stuff that like you can pursue and achieve means actually nothing. That That's the, the crazy thing, Andrew, is because there's people who would... Um you know, see someone like you said in that documentary, because you were telling me about it briefly uh, when you mm -hmm. first watched it about like a there was a New Orleans like a, a fisherman in New Orleans. Right. Like on, yeah. the, on the bayou. And, uh, you know, it was his standards of happiness. And I know that there's some people probably some like terrible, terrible like people, maybe definitely in Los Angeles that would think that that was like a loser or like someone who like didn't have a good life, you know. And that's so funny because they would be like, oh, if you're not driving this vehicle or like doing this thing or going to these events like, like that is a heartbreaking reality to think about that there's people who would um shade someone's 
version of happiness <laughs> because like what does that get you at the end of the day and i obviously that's what you're speaking to that also i think is a social media thing because realistically that's, it's like that's what i was it's gonna like, say it's yeah. like if it was you know 30 years ago and you had some fisherman who just live in the dream in his eyes you know going around on the lake being with nature being around his family and then the person who's you know at the at the big you know business <laughs> business, Biz, firm, business firm yeah 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 you know with racking their, it in with oh the, with the big conference tables tailored suit the, the high mortgage with the with the shrubbery oh if they have two jacuzzis all the peacocking i guess yeah. you could say right um but if they but if they can't see each other <laughs> yeah, yeah then it's like the one person will probably keep on doing what they're they're doing you know the, the fisherman because he likes it mm. and then the other person might not do what they're doing because they go oh this isn't making me happy yeah but you add in that x factor of like well no there's sort of uh, extrinsic value to this and, yeah. you, and your ego can really get off from like people saying, wow, that's so cool that you dot, dot, dot. And oh, dude, I wish I was like you dot, dot, dot. That kind of fuels that artificial fire and it goes, well, I'll just keep on going and kind of cross my fingers that like once I get the next promotion and once this other thing happens, then it'll all click. But it's like, dude, realistically, at the end yeah. of the day, that person is going to be more work than they were. They're going to have less time to spend with their family. They're going to get more disconnected with themselves and they're going to go, go to resent their career probably to some degree realistically because it's like, oh, this has kept me from actually engaging in meaningful... <laughs> I mean, right? Like, to Yeah, right. Um, Absolutely. And, and, and when you said social media is a big part of that, of course, everyone knows the very common take that you've heard from a billion people of like, oh, a lot of stuff on social media is manufactured. True, 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 true. Yes. Charted territory. But it is really interesting because we're seeing this mass comparison of every single person ever this comparison 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 that's, that's yeah and it's so funny because like i've got this thing in my own life that i love to make instagram stories when i'm kind of doing nothing like mm -hmm. i uploaded one of me like singing to a moth yesterday um not to put myself on any high horse with this but i'm trying i'm saying i try to put a dent in this to some degree right i i mostly upload stories that are just me like goofing off or being obsessed with some weird thing i found or something because it's i just feel like i'm in some weird like like Twilight Zone world. Yeah, like every it is. single story is. is like on an airplane right now, first class. Next one is like rented a limousine. Next one is like in the Bahamas. I I, I see it. And it's, <laughs> it's walking into a like a like a five star resort hotel and like showing it, and someone's like, "Yo, and oh yeah." Like, I was I was thinking of a voice. It was like just arrived. Do you? But you? But realistically, <laughs> and I'm not, and I'm not going to be this person to say that. Oh, all those people are bored out of their mind because yeah. they're not. I I, I mean, um, but. It's funny because it's like chances are one of the five people that you saw do that that day, they closed their phone and they were like bored like that night. They're like, yeah, it's Dude. cool that like I'm in this place, but I'm not with the right people or I don't feel like I'm in the right mood. Somebody said something on TikTok and I'm sorry, I, I, I can't I can't source it. You know, imagine you're in the Bahamas okay. and you have, you know, the perfect. I, I don't know exactly what it is. Something about just you got it made and you're in, literally in the Bahamas sure. living the most glorified lifestyle you can ever think of. But you have a sore throat. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, all you're going to be thinking about is, man, I wish I didn't have this sore throat. Oh, no. All I'm saying yes. is that's so valuable to think about because it's like, dude, you don't know what things, you know, shift your happiness level. It's like, oh, I have a sore throat. That means it throws out all of this stuff because health is so important, right? Yes. And then it's like, yeah, when, you're, when your health is in, you know. Oh, yeah. Everyone does that thing where they get sick and then they just go like, when I'm healthy again, I'm going to take over the world. Yeah. I'm so miserable. That, well, and then they get healthy again and they're just like, okay, time for Taco Bell and Netflix. <laughs> And that's and, it, and at yeah, the end of the day, that's a yeah. you know we're kind of jumping around with the social media stuff. But at the end of the day, it's a it's a it's a lack of gratitude, and I I know that I I lack gratitude because it's like based on how lucky I am in so many respects, I should probably be much less anxious than I am. 
And I blame that on things that are out of, out of my control. I think yeah. that I just, I am an anxious person and I'm not going to beat myself up over it. But You're doing great. But I will say, you know, practicing gratitude, like consciously yeah. being mindful and practicing gratitude is super important too because I do f- sometimes find when I just like am patient with myself and I'm, and I'm practicing gratitude, other channels in my mind start opening up. Yes. It's like my brain almost going, it's not It's not the most promoted thing in the world. <laughs> but like you, 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 you're, you're kind of on something here. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's that. that's why it's, it's nice to have these conversations and normalize sort of resisting the temptation to fall in that very cliche path of just, you know, the money and success. And, I mean, that's just not. That's, that is so not it i like want a tesla because i think that they're 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 cool and and like the technology and fast stuff yeah but there is part of my brain that's almost like wait a minute is that is that that okay purchase to make are you just doing this thing because you know and i and i'm checking myself such a healthy mechanism to check yourself we'll we'll close it up by by saying i mean you know talked about a lot of stuff today just kind of ranting (laughs) this has been fun feeling very intrinsic because i think we you know and and me and gary will explain more in the future as far as like what we're going to be doing and stuff but you know we've had a lot of long conversations and we're talking a lot more about how to find ourselves and what we want to do creatively and um, and then sometimes we're just eating lemonade pop tarts and shrieking for an hour and a half Um, but yeah, yeah there's so many i haven't really had the time or the runway or the energy to really work on it and I want to actually put myself in a situation where I can go you know what I'm not that anxious of a person anymore because I've normalized it for too long yeah. and I don't want to do that and all, that's really just a kind of a fancy way of saying I want to be more happy I just want to feel, feel like a happier person it's something that people push aside because they feel like it's not important <laughs> you know what I mean like, I know, oh, it's yeah, like yeah. oh well I don't like whatever and it's like okay that's fine and you know there's certain times in life where it's like oh I can't truly focus on my happiness right now but it's like at a certain point when you've experienced the treadmill enough it's interesting to just think about oh how does one become like like genuinely more in tune with themselves and more authentic and happier um and it's funny man it's it, it's cool to like you know quote put in that work that everybody always talks about put in the work i'm like what what, the, what does that mean well like, it's always kind of annoyed me right and I, we've all heard it, those it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's everything yeah. it's everything it, yeah. it, the work is 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 understanding that you're pursuing a better version of yourself and actively putting in the energy however you see fit in the moment the the the, the do the work is a tricky thing because every person has their own definition of what the work is. So yeah, it's a exactly, very it's yeah. a very broad thing, which is I think what you're speaking to is like for someone like me, doing the work means like a lot of habit building, a lot of you know working on physical. Um, yeah, it says a lot of different things about myself. For other people, it's like you know re- going to therapy, doing a bunch of this, reading specific books. So what I think is interesting about like you is, and I want to say this to anyone listening too, is that a huge part of doing the work sometimes that I, I if you don't mind my saying, I've seen a lot of uh, in you is kind of like choosing yourself. Um, choosing your yourself and being like, wait a minute, no, like I deserve this. Like I don't have to please every single other person around me. Like I, you know, and I'm not trying to be like, yeah, this, this is all about you right now in your own journey. But it is one of those things to where like, I, I do think it's really important because a lot of people don't do that because so many people are just like, I, I'm not worthy. I want to please you. What can I do for you? No, no, ignore my needs. Ignore my needs. What can I do for you? What can I do for you? And that's a lot of trap that people can fall into for a decade plus, 20, 30, 40 years sometimes. And sometimes maybe never wake up from it. But when they do, it's a really beautiful thing. And I've seen a lot of people in my life wake up from that and going, wait a minute. It's like they're coming out of a nightmare. I was going to say dream. And then I went to nightmare being like, what's I doing? I'm worthy of this. In the spirit of all of that, there is one thing that I've kind of weirdly leaned on as my North Star for like what I'm going for in pursuit Ooh, of the yeah. happiness and everything. Um, After all this beautiful lead up, you're just like, I want a million dollars. 
it's just like everyone's like, whoa, Andrew. I want to be a millionaire and I want to own a Lamborghini. But like, it's going to be like a really sick one with like Lambo, like candy yeah. paint job. Like, to really like. Be, and like, we high five and it <laughs> ends. Yeah. And, and then channels delete <laughs> after like two hours. Um, no, but. Sorry. But no, it's this thing. Yeah. And I told you a million times. Yeah. And I don't know. And I want to actually find out who said it so i do not know the source it was somebody on tiktok saying that their teacher told them this but i'm sure it's from someone else sure because i brought brought this up to someone who's like in the spiritual world and they recognize what it was too so this is andrew knows a ghost <laughs> sorry <laughs> but, I can't but wait. it was basically just saying i've already told you know what this is well, I don't know, ad, actually, ad nauseum you've heard me bring this up well I don't, hear, it's the it's the bird thing the bird thing say it i love it it's it's just someone said a bird isn't I don't know I actually don't I've never with yeah. the amount of times that I've recited this I totally do not know how to say I it. do the same thing I like paraphrase it to people I'm like okay so it's like a bird I know but the, the whole thing this. is like it's basically a bird isn't confident in the fact that the branch isn't gonna break like it's not confident it doesn't know that the branch is gonna break when it stands on it right yeah because birds are always standing on branches when a bird's when a bird's sitting <laughs> the, on a branch. The person who like beautifully stated this thing is listening just like, oh my God. First of all, I don't even know if the bird's standing or sitting, so that's already like making it about- Wait, can when birds, a bird, birds can't sit? When a bird, <laughs> birds can sit down. Can they? I want someone to paint me a, a picture of a bird in a lazy boy recliner. Oh. Just sitting as with as much sitting power as possible. When a bird is standing on a branch- With a little lemonade in Sure. When-, uh, when, when <laughs> When a bird is standing on a branch, yeah. its confidence doesn't lie within the idea. <laughs> You're saying it beautifully. That the branch isn't going to break. Because the branch might break. It, it, its confidence is in its... It, it <laughs> it's, this it's, is what... You're doing so no, well. But like, I just... I got it. I was, I was throwing in too many words. When a bird is standing on a branch, it isn't confident that the branch... I hate the double negative. Andrew, you're doing no. I had it. <laughs> not us trying to find the same phrase for three minutes. Not um, when it's standing on a branch. Well, I want to say it right, Andrew. When a bird is standing on a branch, it's not confident that the, that that the branch is going to stay intact. <laughs> it, okay, when a bird is standing on a branch. <laughs> okay, when it, well, this this is what I was going to say before, and I'll just try it. It's not the most elegant way, but when a bird is standing on a branch. Its confidence doesn't lie within the idea that the branch won't break. Its confidence lies within the fact that if it does break, it knows that it has its wings to keep it from falling. That's as close as I can get. You made the last part last so long. I thought you were just going to say its confidence lies in the strength of its wings. But you said like 16 sentences. <laughs> I, I can't believe you're doing this to Basically, me right now. Basically. Yeah, I finish it. You're like, just finish it. Just finish it. And then I finish it. And then you make fun of me. I'm, I'm just giving people the TLDR version. Oh, go ahead, Mr. Succinct. <laughs> no, I only oh, God, the spotlight's on you. And I can't wait for you to butcher this. <laughs> go ahead. The bird? Only <laughs> yes, I knew it. You can't do it either. <laughs> just because I'm laughing. Go ahead. The bird... Doesn't stand on a branch tree and be afraid that the branch is gonna break, okay? Because it believes in its wings. <laughs> listen, let's yeah, let's put that on a t-shirt right away. Yeah. Listen, listen. Let's, let's bring it around to ourselves and actually what we're saying. A I, bird, I do love it. when yeah. a bird, when a bird is standing on a branch, it's not confident. I hate the double negative. I hate I hate saying the you bird. could say its confidence doesn't lie. Something like That's that. That's what I did say. You did. Yes. I love that. Oh, wait, you're right. When a bird is standing on a branch, its confidence doesn't lie on the branch. <laughs> its confidence lies on the wing, on its, its, wings, its wings, knowing that if the branch yeah. breaks, 
everybody listen. <laughs> the whole point is, the whole point is, a bird doesn't know that the branch is gonna stay not broken. Okay, okay, Andrew, <laughs> but no, it's it's no, incredible. No, no, Basically, no, no, no. let me just like hang, just. I, I think you understand uh, what this analogy means. It is really cool because, like, I know that I saw this myself uh, a lot. Like when I was um, super just in the red all the time in my bank, like, oh, how am I gonna pay rent? I really did learn after a while to be like, listen, I don't trust the branch. I trust my wings. Like, right, right. I can always find a job. I can figure it out. Right. I can go on Craigslist. I can the, find what the, you know, that the, kind of thing. I, and I'll try one more time. To, to, and I'll, I will say it differently, but it's just yeah. like, if you're a bird <laughs> and you're standing on a branch. Now, this is an easier way to explain it. If you're a bird and you're standing on a branch, <laughs> you're not, what? What are you doing? I like tried my best to be like, all right, well, let, let's kind of bring people around. And for some reason, you like open this book back up. Like, what have you? Because 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 the bird the bird is just confident in itself, and it's not yeah. confident in things outside of itself. That just goes like it, it's like what can you control and what you can't control. It's such so a, it's, yeah. it's so 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 having confidence within yourself and knowing that if the branch breaks, yeah. you're gonna be fine because you, you can have fly your away. wings. Yeah, but. You got to have your wings. And in my case, I've realized I put a lot of weight and energy into hoping and you want things out of your control to work out. That's yeah. that's basically being like, okay, I'm on this branch. I hope this branch doesn't break. The idea of being like, oh, if this branch breaks, I have my wings. Yeah, I got this. So I'm not going to be worried about the branch breaking. There's a billion branches. That's because when I think of like, well, what are you going for? What are you trying to achieve? What are you trying to be better at? Uh, it's sort of embodying that analogy. Yeah. Because I feel like, oh, yeah, where does your anxiety come from? Where does your displeasure come from and your you know yeah. your days of feeling down it comes from you know putting too much energy and thought into things that you can't control so the idea of going well if that thing doesn't work out or if that thing doesn't happen i will be fine because i have myself and i need to work on myself from yeah. that point it's nice to sort of have that as like oh that's what it means to work on yourself someone actually uh reframed that they weren't inten uh, intentionally doing it but i put it together yeah someone was saying um, they were talking about the vulnerability of being in relationships and possibly getting broken up with or something. And they were saying, yeah. oh, my confidence doesn't lie within the fact that I know that the person's going to stay with me. Okay. My confidence lies within the fact that I know if they break up with me, I'll be able to deal with it. That's, That's what the, that, 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 that. But it, yeah. it, this general sentiment is if you know you'll be okay, yeah. then it makes it easier to deal with circumstances out of your control. Because yeah. at the end of the day... <laughs> You have yourself, and, and and you can control that. So. That's a that's a beautiful note to wrap up on. And yeah, because I will say, definitely yeah, adding to what beauty you, is what just happened. <laughs> it was Andrew. Listen, beautiful. We got there. Well, but it, that, that, a lot of that mentality is born of like fear and not trusting in in sort of yourself and what you can do, and that takes time. If you don't have that yet, don't worry. It takes time to get there. I know it took me a lot of time, and I'm not even saying I've got the strongest wings ever, but I definitely am like a little bit more like. Oh, dude, whatever happens, like, I got this, you know? It's a it's a tricky thing to develop. It's not tricky, that's the wrong word, because sometimes it's a little overwhelming that where to start things, so I want to speak to, like, the, uh, like, let me give you some cheat codes real quick to the best of my knowledge, sure. is sometimes I will say there's been times when I've been really lost, and I've just had to, liter like, literally get on a plane and go to, like, Spokane to my family, because I yeah. hang out around some really lovely people in my family. And yeah. so sometimes if you are feeling really lost and you don't know where to, where to turn... Just be around people that you think are really good. If you don't know where to start, just look at your own life. It doesn't matter if it's your 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 seventy five year old aunt, 
or like your cool cousin, whoever well, it is, yeah, your friend, yeah. teacher, anyone that you think is really cool, just show up and build a relationship <laughs> with that person. Try to get some, because uh, mentors to me have yeah. been absolutely invaluable. I would be not what I am today. So, dude, I don't even, uh, I can't well, stress this enough. I don't know what I'd be without people in my life who well, have loved and supported people, me. People yeah. and like, yeah, gra- like going toward people and things that highlight your spirit in the yeah. way that you want them to be highlighted. Because I was even thinking the other day, I was like, I need to get my hands on a Super Nintendo and play Ken Griffey Jr. baseball. And I mean, not to you know, step on your mentor thing because this is highly less relevant. No, it's not. Andrew. It's much less important. But but the idea of like, yeah. no, I need to do that stuff because, man, every time I played that game, I felt like me. A Super I just, Nintendo? Yeah. Well, you know, I'm for my sorry, for my 90s room, I'm getting like the, the old like retro gaming television with the PlayStation 1. So if it's on PlayStation 1, you could definitely play it in my 90s room, but we can get a Super, Super Nintendo. Nintendo. The example was doing things that yeah. really kind of illuminate your, uh, you know, your... Dare I say soul, but I'm serious. No, certain, say soul confidently. Thi- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Voice crack alarm. There's certain things that I think about, you know, and like it. Uh oh. Watching certain certain shows with a with a bag of chips and cheese for me really just make me feel like I'm in my zone. And every once in a while, you got to break out the I turn into Denzel Washington. Get this. <laughs> every once in a while, you know, you got to. A little bit of Robert De Niro hiding <laughs> there. <laughs> Love that. A- Listen, thank you guys so much for listening to. Uh, this podcast. Thank you for listening to Sweet Boys. We sure do appreciate it. Hope you had a good time listening to our sometimes rambling, sometimes our <laughs> maybe misguided wisdom. We're trying our best. Hope you are too. Hope you're doing well out there. We have a we have a Twitter account. You can check us out at uh it's just really easy. Just at Sweet Boys. No spaces, nothing complicated, just at Sweet Boys. Find us there. Hit us up. Shout us out. Say little sweet things. Oh, and I'm in a daze right now, so I'm just going to let you finish the podcast. I, I'm really, this is nice. That's fine, brother. I'm going to ask you to say the thing, and you know what to say when I ask you to say it. Thank you for listening. We love you out there. Drop your shoulders. Breathe deep. Hope you're doing well. Ooh. Breathe then, deep. Breathe deep. Be sweet. And see you next week. Let me hold me the cool. We'll see you next week, and we'll be hitting you with some fun announcements. Really fun. Interesting stuff. Interesting Sorry. stuff. That's yeah, I'm I'm stoked. Be happy and be sweet. Say goodbye, really cool. Okay, bye. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>